Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Sam. And we live in Orlando, Florida. The theme park capital of the world. We each have our own YouTube channels, and in this podcast, we'll be sharing more about our lives, our travels, our theme park enthusiasm, what's going on in the world, and more. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what we've been doing, what we're excited for, and answer some of your questions in Expedition Enthused, a theme park podcast. It is time for episode three. And you know it's not easy for me to say three. So last time we teased our little road trip was about to start, but we made it back from Dollywood. Just. Just barely. We had quite an adventure coming home, didn't we? We did. And I think we should talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, got a little story time for you. After we'd packed our sandwiches and headed (laughs) up there, we did get to one of our favorite places. Camp Margaritaville. This is our, I think, third time staying at Camp Margaritaville. And it is just around the corner from Dollywood. And it has become one of our favorite places to stay there. It's almost become a home away from home, just like Dollywood sort of has. And the reason we keep going back is several reasons. The location is so good. It's close to everything in Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Parking is so easy. It's kind of between Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg, so it's really easy to get into both. When we get back there, it just feels like a home away from home now. The rooms are always really clean. The lobby's really clean. Everything smells fresh and clean, and it feels very homey. Like, we kind of see the same people over and over that work there, and like, hey again. Yeah, they're they're starting to remember us. (laughs) Yeah, we really like it. Do you want to quickly mention your thoughts about Bucky's? Oh my god. Gosh! Okay. In our last podcast episode, I was raving about Bucky's. I called it a gas station, but really it's a travel center. It's these wonderful, well, I went on and on about how much we love it and the coffee. And while we were driving for hours, I was looking forward to a Bucky's coffee. And when we got there, I'm so sad to report I was let down. The cappuccino machine is gone. Mm. And more importantly, the creamer, the creamer. And I completely understand adding sugar-free creamer because there's a lot of people who could benefit from it or want it or whatever. But they took away regular, like the International Delight, the flavored creamers that are so good. They took them away. So all they have is either milk or these horrendous sugar-free creamers. You were not happy. Not happy. And I talked to some of the employees there and they told me that nobody's happy about this change. Yeah. At least the restrooms are still nice. Clean restrooms, affordable gas, big and fun to shop and look in. But the coffee situation, the cappuccino machines, I loved them and they're gone. The creamer is yucky. I did figure out a hack though. So on the way back after like our third Bucky's, I put a bunch of half and half and their hazelnut syrup. And that kind of almost, almost redeemed the Bucky's coffee. So uh, you rescind your sponsorship offer? <laughs> and listen, <laughs> no, it's still out there on the table, Bucky's, if you want to sponsor this podcast. But why the cappuccino machines? Why gone? Why? I, I, I did enjoy those too. It was a little sad. Man. I ended up just getting a soda. And speaking of which, they don't even have Pepsi products anymore. Yeah, no more Mountain Dew, no more Pepsi products. That's I'm, I'm really curious about the behind the scenes of why this, this is a pretty big change. Like people love Bucky's coffee coffee we'll still stop there no for sure so when we started doing our trips up to pigeon forge area we started off by doing six ish hours staying over for the night and doing six more so the last two times we've been we've decided we would drive the whole way i mean it says it takes 10 hours to get from where we live in orlando to pigeon forge but it does not no way we decided we will get up at 6 a.m 
the day the last episode came out and we drove we we got there about i think 7 30 so we it was about 12 hours that first day and we got there it was smooth sailing the whole way we <laughs> made it <laughs> it was long but it was, it was long. a smooth drive up yeah but the drive back is another story yeah I think we'll come back to that. Let's talk about our time there first. Okay. And then we'll talk about coming back because that was, oof, oof that was not smooth sailing. <laughs> so we spent our first day up in Pigeon Forge and we just decided that we would do some of our favorite things that we've done before. You didn't make a video. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you just leave the camera. We go out and we, we do the stuff that you would be filming anyway. Mm-hmm. So we did some of our favorite classics. <laughs> Starting off with... The old mill. It was a non-vlogging day. We decided to leave the camera at home and we're just going to enjoy a relaxing vacation day in Pigeon Forge. And it was so nice. We had lunch at the old mill. I've already vlogged the old mill, so I figured like, I didn't want to show it again, but we did want to eat there again. And it was good, right? Yeah. We were debating where to go for food and we thought we'll go back to one we really enjoyed last time. And it was good. Sometimes you just want a favorite, like a comforting thing. And we followed that up by doing something we both find very weirdly nostalgic (laughs) of visiting every little gift shop you can find in sight. It was so cute. You know when you're on vacation and you're in one of those towns that there's just like little cute gift shops everywhere and we just spent a few hours just going into all these little specialty shops looking at all the cute things. We went into a huge Christmas store. That was really fun. Yeah, that was crazy massive like room after room after room of just christmas and different themes different color schemes and different type of aesthetics and it was i loved that it was not just a christmas shop it was a christmas plaza yeah plaza i'm pretty sure one of the hotels even is christmas themed there oh we gotta stay there and then we were driving past we thought (laughs) we gotta do it Mm -hmm. the The dinosaurs called us the Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. I love it. I do too. So whose idea was it though? It was your idea. It was my idea. I said, let's do Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride. I've already vlogged this. Nobody needs to see it again, but I want to do it again. And you were kind of like iffy for a second. It is expensive. It's $18 for one ride. And it is definitely not worth that. (laughs) But in a way, it is worth that. Yeah. And then we did it and you were like, I'm so happy we did this. (laughs) It is weirdly terrifying. It's so scary. So if you haven't seen this, I do have a video up on my YouTube channel, Super Enthused, about the Jurassic Jungle boat ride. And it is this weird dark ride. You get in a boat and you ride through dinosaur scenes with animatronics. But it is so strange. I don't know. What's the word? Like campy sort of? Yeah, just bad. (laughs) But... But, but still good Still somehow. good. It's one of those attractions. And I would say this covers Earthquake the Ride in mm. Gatlinburg too. That mm. you know it's not going to be... Mm. It's not going to be Jurassic Park the Ride. Let's say that. <laughs> right. But once you're in there, inching slowly, inch so by slowly. inch, in the dark, watching dinosaurs light up after what seems like excruciating <laughs> long times in darkness... And you stare at these dinosaurs that, I mean, let's be honest, some look better than others. Some of them look like they need some love. They need some repair. Some of them look still really good, though. But like, it it is scary. It's like you inch towards a scene. It's so slow. It's pitch black. That's what scares me. It's so dark and you don't know. And then the scene before you lights up. Like a big dinosaur just growling at you or flapping its wings or doing whatever. And it's like, oh, my God. You were actually screaming. (laughs) I was so scared. It's not the dinosaurs that I'm scared of. It's the darkness and the anticipation and just sitting there waiting like, oh. 
It didn't help. It was just us two in the boat. And it felt like it was just us two in that whole building. Mm -hmm. Another family got off right before we got on. There's always other people there. So we knew people did make it. (laughs) Survive. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when you're in there, there's from what we can see, just one guy working there and And, just you and the dinosaurs. I feel like if those dinosaurs came to life, (sighs) uh, I don't know if that guy would bring to action. And I don't blame him. (laughs) I don't blame him either. (laughs) But yeah, it was really fun. If you like dark rides, campy, roadside-y attraction type of stuff, I mean, do it at least once because I feel like we're going to do it every few times. Not every time, but every few times. Yeah, definitely do it at least once. And if you do do it, I would love to hear what you thought about it. I would love to hear what other people think about this. I bet opinions like run the gamut. It's just jumped to the top of my list of making a video (gasps) on it. You have to. I I said this last time too. Expedition Jurassic Jungle Boat Ride Adventure. I mean, you heard it here first. Uh, I'm your first vote for that. (laughs) I want it. I want to know more. It just leaves us in a great mood. Mm -hmm. We're so happy. We just laugh the whole time. And I don't know. It's just fun. It's fun. Yeah. Just sitting there waiting for that snake thing to come out at the end. At the end. (laughs) Hydraulics on full view. That was uh, a great way to start our vacation day in Pigeon Forge and finish it. (laughs) And you took me to see Smokey the Bear. We did. You love that little statue. I love to go see that little statue. And then we just relaxed at the resort. Oh, we pet a dog inside the leather shop and we looked for cats. We went to a a cat shop. A cat shop. We thought maybe it would be a cat cafe because there was like signs and there were cats. But when we went in, we couldn't find any cats. There was no cats. No cats. There was a lot of cat themed merchandise. Evidence of cats having existed there. Yeah. It looked like the cats were like, I'm not hanging out here. Yeah. We had a great time exploring Pigeon Forge. There's so much to do there. And I know uh, people have suggested we do like the Dixie Dinner Stampede or one of those. And we'll do we'll do those one time. But the dinner shows, I kind of feel like they're all like medieval times. I've only done medieval times here. And a long time ago, they had one called Arabian Nights. Mm. And I did that once. And they were both basically the same. They involved horses. <laughs> they involved chicken. Oh, you're right. Eating a chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah. Not, not chicken. Yeah, I was on like, horses. wait, ooh. <laughs> Basically, I feel like that's what I imagine from the ones in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, that's what which, it looks like. Which is always a ton of fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I'd love to do it. But we have quite limited time. And especially this time, we had a, a limited trip where we knew certain things that we were definitely going to have to do, like. Passholder preview day of mm. Dollywood. The first day it has been open for this season. So Dollywood is a seasonal park. It opens in March usually and then it closes for the winter because it just gets too cold there. But we went for the Passholder preview day the day before it opened for the season. Last year we became season pass holders like in May or something like yeah. that. And it quickly became one of our favorite places. It is our home park that is 10 hours from our home, <laughs> but it's still going to be our home park. What's crazy is we only went three times last year. Like we visited that area and went to Dollywood. We did more stuff than three things because we were there for a few days each time. But we only went three times last year. Feels like more. Yeah, it feels like we were there a lot. And it feels like we know that park Mm. well. Mm -hmm. And this is a park I feel like you're starting to get your bearings with with your directions. Yeah, yeah. I I think I know my way around Dollywood pretty well. Like it's got a layout and I know it. That means you like it. You impressed? Yeah. If you know your way around, it means you really like it. I really, really do like it. 
past holiday preview, we got there. We knew it was going to be busy. Mm-hmm. We knew that we were not going to get on everything that day, but it was just amazing to be there. Priority parking was full. So you, <sighs> we parked over by Splash Country, mm. which is pretty far. Pretty far, yeah. We had to take the tram from the farthest parking place but it was really organized right they had so many trams running and when we got there it wasn't first thing when it opened and they still had consistent trams running and i thought that was really impressive yeah their system's really good they're really on top of it there's just tram after tram after tram and you're gonna get you're gonna get picked up and get there it's it's good so the first thing that was on our plan to do at Dollywood on Passholder Day, first possible day that we could have been there, <laughs> was to go and get cinnamon bread. Mm-hmm. And we got cinnamon bread. And I will report, cinnamon bread is still as good as I remembered. Mm, it was so good. The main thing we wanted to see that day was Dolly Parton, the dreamer in chief, because it's always reported that she's going to be there opening day and passholder preview day. But it's always like it's weather dependent. She may or may not be there. It's always very up in the air. If you're lucky, she may show. We don't know. So for those who don't know Dollywood too well, the park opened as Rebel Railroad in 1961. But Dolly Parton purchased a stake in Silver Dollar City, what the park became, and it became Dollywood in 1986. It's been about 36 years that Dolly has been dreamer in chief <laughs> of Dollywood. And to see Dolly herself at mm. Dollywood is quite an incredible thing to do. I had seen Dolly once before. I had seen Dolly perform at Glastonbury Festival in England. Lucky. But to see Dolly at Dollywood, what can be better? I was so excited because I've never seen Dolly in person. I've never seen her perform. I'd love to. But the whole day I was like mentally preparing myself that she might not come out. It might be too cold. It might be raining. Don't get too excited. We still would have had an amazing day. Totally. We were ready. Like, we're going to have fun no matter what happens. So going back, we got the cinnamon bread and we realized it was like close to two. Yeah, it was like two and a half hours and we thought, uh-oh, cutting it close. And people were already lined up in all, like all along the sides waiting. And we were like, uh-oh, people are grabbing spots now for the parade. The cinnamon bread line wasn't too bad. It was about 20 to 30 minutes. But then we had to hustle to try and find a spot. The amount of people waiting to see Dolly was already huge. And I think we got a really good spot. So we took our cinnamon bread. We hustled. We found a spot. I like our spot. I think it was really good. And then we ended up like talking to everyone around around us and we were there for like two hours we ate our cinnamon bread we relaxed we waited they started to pass out these little pom-poms and signs and everybody was so excited i was like even if dolly doesn't come out this like friendship and fellowship that's happening is just so fun and i'll always remember this but she did it was so cool as well to see that it wasn't just the people the pass holders visiting everybody working there was so one amazing and helpful but Mm. two so excited that dolly was going to be there that day that was so cute we were asking the employees is she going to come out and they were like we think so she's going to be here and they all came out to watch her and see her too and that's it's so heartwarming it's so sweet so they call it a parade the duet parade it's really just performers on foot like miss lily and the chicken lady and like different performers coming out on foot with a guitar in their hands and stuff And then just an old-fashioned buggy car type of thing with a gentleman in a top hat driving it. First, I think, was the mayor of Dollywood. Oh, yes. First, the mayor comes out and he tricked us. That's like a thing at Dollywood. They love to trick you because we got tricked on the train, too. Yeah, we'll talk about the train in a second. (laughs) I'm still... 
Uh, he really got yeah, us. Yeah, he got us so good. So the guy comes out, he says, everybody ready to see Dolly? And everyone's like, yeah. Well, she's not here today. And the security guard was like, you, you rascal. Come on, dude. Come on. But it's all in good fun. Everyone yeah, there is it's really cute. having a great time, waiting for parades with signs. And then Dolly came past. Mm, she came past. She waved at everybody. She looked beautiful. It was so nice. I was so happy. We like met a ton of people, some people we knew and new people and chatted. I will always remember that. It was, and I will always love that. Love I'll go, I was gonna, I'm gonna talk about that in a second. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy I got to see her. And now hopefully one day I get to see her perform and sing a song in front of my very eyes and ears. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in. We thought last week we were going to be at Dollywood No Festival. It wasn't a festival. No. Uh, I think it a was celebration. like a, an event. Kind yeah. Of thing. And that was the celebration of 50 years of the Dolly Parton song, I Will Always Love You. And yeah. I will say, the way they did it is a little strange. Yeah. It, so, it, yeah, last week we said, oh, we're going to Dollywood with a no festival because there's all these seasonal festivals. But yeah, there was this I Will Always Love You celebration with 50 everywhere. And at first we were like, what? what is it? But it's celebrating 50 years of when Dolly wrote that song that, you know, was famously sung by her and by Whitney Houston. It does look very similar to the sign for <laughs> Disney World's 50th. <laughs> the blue sign and the font with the numbers of 50. It, it kind of looked like the Disney World. It was a little weird. I feel like they were like, everybody's doing their 50 something. <laughs> we got to get something. What we got? 50 years of a song. I guess it's because it's a very yeah. popular song that, you know. They could just keep that sign forever because I'm pretty sure Dolly probably wrote a good song for the last 50 years. Yeah, every year, 50 years of this song, this iconic song that Dolly Parton wrote. So yeah. in 2030, we can have the nine to five celebration, 50 year celebration. I hope they save the sign. <laughs> I love that movie and I love that song and yeah, we just love Dolly. Yeah. So we saw the umbrellas, we saw the kites, now we had... The pink sequins. Yeah, and it looked really cool. It looked so pretty. Overall though, seeing Dolly there, hanging out, waiting for the parade, it was just a ton of fun. After the parade, a ton of people left. So the lines were super short, so we actually did get to ride a bunch of rides and that was we, really fun too. We did. The most important ride in the whole park, uh. the one that started it all, we got to ride Klondike Katie. Klondike Katie, the Dollywood Express. And that whistle, that train whistle is melodic and like mournful and beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful train whistles I've ever heard. And I included a lot of it in my vlog just because I love it so much. We do love a good train ride, a, a steam train ride. Yeah. <laughs> Even with some soot in your eye. Yeah. Haven't had to get my eyeball taken out yet, hopefully. Not yet. But I always feel like I get some soot. I wear sunglasses to protect. The soot just flies everywhere. That train, though, is definitely a must-do. If you if you ever go to Dollywood, make sure. And you need to get there a little early because mm. that train fills up quick. It runs every hour up to a certain point, not the whole day. So make sure you check the times. Make sure you get in lines. You can get a seat. I think it's our favorite train ride of any theme park train ride we've done, right? I think so. There, there are a few good ones, but this one is the best one. And while on the train ride, we got some awesome views of the Big Bear Mountain Coaster that they are currently 
building. So they did a few announcements while we were at Dollywood. They didn't give us an exact date, but they did say that Big Bear Mountain Coaster will be opening this May. Yeah, that was really exciting to know. We still don't have an exact date, which we did, but as soon as we do, we can like start deciding what we're going to do. But yeah, May 2023. So that's really soon, right? I think it still counts for us putting it out there last week that we were going to get a date. Yeah. So whenever we put something out there on the podcast, it like happens right after. So we have to think of something this episode that we put out there that we're like hoping for last of us at horror nights (gasps) we did kind of put that out last time though so now this is doubling down doubling it down that means down it could happen Androids at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we put that out yeah, there too. That, that, that one hasn't eh, happened. I mean, that would be amazing, but... Yeah, that's a low tier putting it out there. <laughs> we got amazing views of the Big Bear coaster. It looks really long and really cool. It's got this bright orange track, and we're very excited for that to open. It looks like a huge coaster, and it's quite impressive for a family coaster because it's only a 39-inch height requirement ride. You could get that height at the age of three. Younger kids can fit on this can ride this coaster so yeah. that's really cool and it, for that it looks huge like we're talking about height ranges that are similar for things like the seven dwarfs mine train or slinky mm. which are definitely family coasters mm-hmm. but just looking at this you would not think this was a small family coaster yeah like the turns that you can see on there the waterfall is going to go through it, it looked really really great it's a beautifully themed area already it with fills the tree. it out yeah And this is going to be the longest roller coaster at Dollywood. So it's a big one. Yeah, I think we're going to have to get back up there in May and get a ride on this. For sure. The bear is calling. Rawr. Rawr. (laughs) That's good. Speaking of which, Mm. that reminds me. bear, the trick. Yeah, we got tricked by the train conductor. The train conductor on the Dollywood Express is so funny. If you've ever heard the little jokes and little quips and stories, it's so charming. But he tricked us so good. He tricked us so good. And I feel like we should warn others not to get tricked by this. Or maybe not. No, no let's warn them. <laughs> so he was like, there's been black bear sightings. There's been black bear sightings up around the corner. And we thought, is this about the coaster or like for real, like black bears? And there was no bear. He kept on going though. Okay, up ahead, guys, look to the left, get your cameras ready. There's black bears. And then he's like, oh, never mind. It ran away. Gotcha. And we're like, what? Yeah. Everyone, Why? Everyone around us was like clamoring over to that side of the yeah. train. And, and then there thought, was a collective groan. Yeah, it was. I felt tricked. I felt duped. I felt duped, truly duped. Mm-hmm. There was no bear. There was no bear. But we have seen bears in Gatlinburg before. Remember when we went to Anakista last we did. time? And that's that a was place cool. that we need to go back to as well. Yeah. For now, I think we'll we'll plan to go back up after Big Bear opens. So do you want to talk about our trip back from Pigeon Forge? Oh my gosh, this... What a thing. We decided that we would drive back in one day, Mm -hmm. which, like I said earlier, we don't always do, but Mm. sometimes it's nice just to get home. And we got up nice and early. We headed out. So early. We headed out of the hotel probably earlier than either of us would have wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. We woke up uncomfortably early, got ready really quickly, said, all right, we're going to get home before it gets dark or just after because we are going to get on that road. And you know what happens when you do that. it's not gonna happen it's not gonna there's happen. gonna be stuff that happens on the road and so many stuffs happened <laughs> so many stuff well the first stuff <laughs> the first stuff is oh god i kind of know the way to get there now we've driven it a few times we know there's two options really you either go over the mountain nearby or you go up past knoxville but this time very early in the morning 
I just trusted Google Maps, basically. And you would think at that time there would not be that traffic. It would take you the right way. But it, it did not. <laughs> it did not take us. It, I mean, it took us away. Sure. It was away. Away straight up. <laughs> it took us through a essentially route. a different mountain. So the regular way that Google Maps would take us when we go straight up is on this like bypass road and it's beautiful and you get these gorgeous mountain views and there are curvy windy parts and it's it's still a little bit of like a thrill and a little bit of fun but it feels very safe and normal and there's other drivers on the road and like you feel like you're somewhere safe. This I, I think it's called the Newfoundland Gap. Yes, I think so. I called it bypass. Yeah, the Newfoundland Gap, yeah. But this this was Way. not. This was not that. <laughs> this was edge of a cliff. A tiny, narrow road. Yeah. Basically a single lane road. Well, two directions, but enough space for a single way. <laughs> some parts had enough space for two cars, barely. But some parts, it said like road narrows. And it's like room for one and non-stop turns and curves. Like curve, 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 curve. I think we already talked about how your car motion sickness comes up when we go to like Orton Towers. Well, this road was not great for that. I was like, oh. So I was and trying to hold it together though. There were there were other people on the road. Not many though. Not no, many. One. Yeah, one. And they were in, they fr were in front of us in a big giant thing with a big hitch on the back. Going about 10 miles per hour <laughs> for... For about an hour. Yeah. So we, we started off <laughs> with a detour that was i mean it ended with us going down a literal dirt road down the mountain so it was a situation where we're on this road it's non-stop left right left right left right a sheer drop on one side of the road you cannot turn around there is nowhere to turn off you have no signal google maps was running in like off offline mode there's no signal and you're just like all right you just keep going there's no there's no option you just keep going and it was over an hour of this like when is this gonna end? Are we gonna hit a normal road? But we did not only did we not hit a normal road, it turned into a dirt gravel, like off-roading road. And I'm just glad I didn't have to whip out the physical map out of the trunk because it's been some time since I've had to read a physical map. <laughs> I'm sure we could do it and I'm glad we have it, but uh, you just keep going. And yeah. we, we went like, down this dirt road and it was like a steep incline and it was like turned into one lane it was it was pretty scary it was an adventure yeah 10 miles per hour until we got to the dirt road and then it was full speed down <laughs> a sheer drop dirt road so you know <laughs> I was like, can we never take this way again, please? <laughs> and then we hit some of that spring break traffic. Oof. So that didn't help. So yeah, it is spring break now. And it feels like spring break is just now. It's like just all of March and April, basically, because different counties and regions have their spring break at different times. So basically all of March and April somewhere is having spring break. And we encountered gazillions of people driving south to get probably to Florida, I'm guessing, for spring break which was fine which we, was fine yeah it was just a lot it of traffic just took a little longer until mm. there was a huge incident on the road oh, and then yeah. we took a detour that 3,000 other people also took and that added like an hour or so onto the drive. Google Maps really did us dirty. That. They did us so wrong. Yeah. Come on, uh, Google Maps. Come on. I'm thinking maybe the physical map might have been made better. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but then, suddenly... We finally get full speed ahead. We're on the way back. We stop at Bucky's. We don't get coffee. No, we're <laughs> like, um, no. So the indicator on the car goes off and we look to see what it is. What is it? And it's the tire pressure is low on on one of the tires. So we're like, oh, no, 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 no. We had already left Bucky's and we turned back in, which is the whole thing. Go fill it up 
with air. Two hours away. We were in St. Augustine. We had made it that far. We're two hours from Orlando. We think we fixed the problem. We get home and the next morning we wake up to a flat tire. You did go and get the tire fixed. So thank you for that. Oh, that's okay. It is fixed. I changed it. I put the spare on. I went out there. We got it sorted. So we're all good. And I am glad that one, that happened on the way back. And yeah. It was fine. Yeah, that it didn't happen like on a mountain road. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And two, I mean, we had a great time. Dollywood is still, is one of our favorite parks in the whole world. A thousand percent, yeah. Pass holder day was... I'd do it again. Do I it. loved it. So what's crazy is... The next day, which was the official opening day, Dolly was supposed to come out again. And the parade did not happen because it was too cold. Speaking of cold, we lucked out because oh, the yeah. day we were there, it was hot. It was warm. So all weather indicated that it was going to be cold and rainy. We had our rain jackets. We had sweaters. We even bought a new sweater. And I ended up taking it off because it ended up being like a warm, sunny, beautiful, perfect day. I wore pants, which is not my favorite <laughs> thing to do. And by pants, I mean trousers. Yeah, you, you could have worn shorts instead yeah. of trousers. I'd much rather wear shorts in any situation. We still have not seen it once cold. Every time we've been, we, they've told us it's going to be cold and it's been extremely hot. So yeah. I, I don't believe it happens. I don't believe it. Every time we've gone to Dollywood and they say it's going to be cold, it's always warm. We've never been once like cold at Dollywood, except maybe at night, like the last hour of the night. Yeah. But in the day, I'm wearing my shorts. It, <laughs> I'm going to get tricked when we go at Christmas one year. And I'm and freezing. I'm, I'm wearing my shorts and I'm freezing, but... <laughs> The price you pay. Sometimes you gotta learn. Learn yeah. for yourself. Learn the hard way. <laughs> so that's it, I think, for our Dollywood trip. You can watch the video and join along with us. We had a great time, and I think we're gonna keep trying to go at least once per season. We did now this, and then we'll try to do the spring festival and the opening of Big Bear, the summer festival, the harvest festival, and hopefully this year we can go for Smoky Mountain Christmas too. Everyone, whenever we go there, is like, Have you been at Christmas? Yeah. And I <laughs> you say have to go for Christmas. Yeah, I say no, and they look at me with the most shocked face. <laughs> So this year, I hope we can make it out there for the Christmas celebration. That's Dollywood. We love it. We'll be back. Hope you enjoyed hearing that story with us because there's things that happen that do not make it into the vlogs yeah. <laughs> that are still like quite a quite a thing. So there's uh, there's been quite a lot coming up again. Yeah. So while we were gone, we found out that cinematic celebration at Universal ended. I'm I'm so sad. They didn't say it was going to end or else we would have gone to see it one more time. Yeah, they did not make a big deal like in enchantment ending they just said it's done it's just gone so if you don't know cinematic celebration is this evening show that happens at universal studios florida and it's got fountains and projections on the water and some pyrotechnics some little fireworks and it's fun music and it's bits about universal films hence the cinematic it's a celebration of universal films and i love it i really enjoyed it too and it always just puts you in a good mood when you watch that show every time we watch it we like dance and sing right yeah especially me <laughs> and they have said that a new show is coming and they are working on it but not what show is coming no interesting i hope it's as Let's good. put it out there. What do we want it to be? I don't even know what... I, I loved Cinematic Celebration. I don't know what I want it to be. Well, you know what someone caught testing? What? Drones. Mm. And this could have been for anything. It, yeah. could, it could not be for the new show. But yeah. a drone show. We saw quite a few drone shows last year at different theme parks. And they are fun. Mm. I don't know if they are as repeatable watching. We saw some great drone shows last year. Holiday World was probably my favorite. We saw Dollywood. We saw some other 
others. I have mixed feelings about drones because in the moment when you see the shows, it's like, wow, that's so impressive. Like the more drones, the more impressive. The yeah. shows with like t- hundreds and hundreds of drones can be really cool. But I don't know that they have the same visceral feeling as fireworks. Yeah, they don't have quite as much. Like impact? Yeah. I know what you mean. They're, they're cool to see. Yeah. And that's what I meant by not as repeatable. Yeah. Like if you've seen it once, it's not as spectacular yeah it's it's not as exciting somehow maybe but maybe they can make it i don't know hopefully they do not remove the pyrotechnic elements but we don't know we don't know much about this yet it'll be cool if it's keeping the same with fountains and the addition of drones if they add drones in now now we're talking business now Now we're talking now we're top tier (laughs) so yeah we are bummed that we didn't get to go see cinematic celebration one more time before it ended but we're excited cautiously excited for what comes next you won't be able to stand over by the mommy and watch the fireworks anymore my spot if you watch my videos you know i have my little spot where i like to watch cinematic celebration from far away it's over kind of like by the mummy and you can see the christmas tree during christmas from there my spot i don't know if it's still gonna be the spot anymore it will be funny if that whatever replaces this show is not as good and then everyone rallies to bring back cinematic (laughs) celebration again and then it comes back yeah like another fireworks show that's returning happily ever after how do you are you excited for happily ever after's return i know you enjoyed enchantment i really enjoyed enchantment i thought it was a beautiful show it's still going on now through the end of the month basically and i heard a lot of mixed reports like a lot of people were like we don't like enchantment it's not the same we want happily ever after back and i get it but i don't know what i think People are going to miss Enchantment when it's gone. I think I will miss it. I'm excited to see Happily Ever After again. Hmm. But it is a little, in a way, we've seen it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, No, look. I love Happily Ever After. We listen to it in the car. I put it on on the car and I cry and I sing at the top of my lungs. I love the song. I love the whole soundtrack. I love the show. It's beautiful. And I loved Wishes too. But like, do I want them to come back? Maybe I'd rather something new. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. If the new thing wasn't as good as either of the last two, at least we know Happily Ever After is a great show. Right. It's coming back and I'm very, we're both happy about it. And we're definitely going to go see it. We're very excited. By the way, this is, uh, we're talking about nighttime fireworks shows at Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Happily Ever After was the show before the current show, Enchantment. These are nighttime, I'm calling them fireworks shows, but they're like fireworks, projections, music, they're a whole nighttime spectacular. spectacular at Magic Kingdom Park in Walt Disney World. Years ago, they had Wishes, Wishes, which I loved. And then they had Happily Ever After for many years, a fan favorite and then they did enchantment for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World and then they announced we're bringing back happily ever after it's kind of shocking right it was a surprise I know the 50th was meant to be like a limited time but I didn't think it would come back I would have never ever in a million years thought that they would just okay we're bringing it back weird right they did mention it would be some updates and Mm. i don't know if that's happening still so i'll be interested to see if anything changes but i'm excited to see it again me too and you know i'm gonna sing and you know i'm gonna cry i i cry just hearing the song so like don't get me wrong i love happily ever after i wonder how long it will be do you think it's back for yeah that's what i was thinking like is this a temporary stopgap while they work on the next show and is it going to be a hundredth anniversary show oh i'm putting that out there i think it's too late wondrous journeys bring it here imagine if they brought wondrous journeys here (gasps) i'm putting that out there 
I'm putting that out there. Bring wondrous journeys to Magic Kingdom. No one will complain. No one will bully you on Twitter, Disney. I promise. <laughs> People will be so happy. It's a beautiful show. And we could have fireworks every night, unlike Disneyland. I mean. Uh, if you could see my face right now, I'm like, ah. I'll tell you something, though. It's too late. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Maybe they can just copy and paste. Control yeah. C, Control V. I'm excited to see Happily Ever After. I love that show. Mm. I am curious how long it will stay because it will be a little... I, I can't picture them saying like, okay, Happily Ever After's ending Forever. again. Right, ending again. <laughs> and so speaking of stopgap nighttime spectaculars at Walt Disney World, we also know over at Epcot... Did you ever think you would see this show again? Uh, I didn't think I'd see the day. So they're bringing back the Epcot Forever nighttime show, Sands, Kites, and Jet Skis from what I understand. Which is kind of a shame. It but is a shame. I liked the kites and, and jet skis. They were weird and fun. I said that I couldn't believe Happily Ever After was coming back, but I cannot believe even more <laughs> that Harmonious is going away already. I am shocked, I tell you. Shocked. So Harmonious was another nighttime show that started, I guess, for the 50th uh, anniversary and got a lot of mixed reviews. Do you remember we waited about eight day. hours? Mm-hmm. We held a, a spot down, but we had spot. fun. We were we having did. beers, we were having food, yeah. we were having fun. It doesn't feel that long ago no harmonious did not run for long i assume with this one the mixed reaction was bigger i guess the feedback they got was so strongly negative about it that they just said you know what we're we're gonna we're taking that off we'll bring back up yeah. i don't know or was it meant to run this short for them to bring those barges out that's a lot that's a lot of, of money money and effort and- to end this show that quickly it's it's fascinating really yeah i would love to be a fly on the wall in the meetings when they're talking about this. And I feel like Harmonious for me, I didn't dislike it, but Mm. I didn't love it. There are parts of it that are really good Mm. and there are parts of it that are like, I watched it with quite a lot of my family when mm-hmm. they came to visit and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them had that same reaction. When you're in Epcot and you've had a fun day and you're watching it, it's fun. You're dancing along and it's it's nice, but I don't think it has that same emotional connection that a lot of other Disney nighttime shows have. For me, it didn't feel super epcot Yeah, like even though they explained the movements and the songs and the countries, and like I get it, but in the moment as a guest, not knowing all that or even knowing all that, you, you should feel that it's Epcot-y and it just didn't feel it, I guess. And I think my biggest criticism is the ring. The Mm -hmm. ring projections, and I know they have the screens, but the ring seems like the main part of the show. There's less fireworks. It's a lot more based on what's happening in the middle of the lagoon. And unless you're in a specific place, you can't see that. That's such a strange choice. I thought that from the beginning. There's like a ring in the middle of the World Showcase Lagoon with fountains and projections. And if you're looking at it from the front of the park, from the front of the World Showcase Lagoon, or from the back by Japan, you can see what's going on in there. But everywhere else, you can't really see the center of the ring and why would they do that it's such a strange choice for show we don't know but it's very interesting that walt disney world is making these choices taking away these big shows that they brought in that presumably were supposed to last a lot longer and bringing back older shows or the previous show now i love epcot forever because of the songs the nostalgia it's very epcot it's very fun i feel like a lot of the love that we have for epcot forever though is nostalgia based yeah it's us 
us. I don't so, know if other people feel the same way as us. It's going to be really, really interesting yeah. to see what comes next for Epcot's nighttime show. Yeah, because this one we know for sure, or at least from what's been said, is going to be a, a temporary show while they work on the next nighttime show for Epcot. I, I wonder how long it will be. Me too. Is it going to be a year? How long is it going to take to get those barges out of the World Showcase Lagoon? I mean, I will help. <laughs> Listen, you, we'll all volunteer to come. <laughs> and are people going to rejoice? Like, yay, they're gone. Because nobody really liked those things. All I need is a friendship boat and a couple of ropes. <laughs> you know, your like Facebook memories. One came up from, I don't know, a few years ago of the globe, the metal globe that used to come out into the lagoon for illuminations and open up. Like a picture of that came in and a little tear just like went down my cheek. Yeah, they destroyed that pretty quickly. Oh, so. that's so sad. <laughs> illuminations for me, is a show when it ended. I was excited for something new, but I worked in Epcot. I mm. worked in World Showcase. So Illuminations for me meant it was time to go home, end of the night. <laughs> yeah. I need to get out of here before everybody else does. <laughs> but I miss it now. I loved Illuminations. I knew it ran for far longer than it was intended to, but I would get emotional every single time. I saw it hundreds and hundreds of times and I loved it every single time. And I still, we listen to the Illuminations music, both of us still. I'm putting this out there. You ready? <gasps> Whatever the next Epcot nighttime show is, mm -hmm. I want a moment in it where they focus on and light up the countries like Illuminations yes. used to do. Come on, that it's Epcot. You need to do this for us. I'd like to keep the ones firing out from the sides too, the the cannon. Yeah, little like pyrotechnic yeah. shoots out little blasts from each country, like going around. I love that. Keep those two. And Come anything on, else? That. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a lot of excitement and it's all the first week of April. So it's going to be absolutely bonkers in the parks. We know it's going to be really crowded. We know everybody's excited and has different feelings about this. So if you want to share your feelings with us about this, you can do so like on Twitter and hashtag us Expedition Enthused or you can like respond to one of our Instagram posts or whatever. And because I'm very curious how everybody feels about this because it's a lot of change. And then Tron opens that Tron. same week. Tron does open. I'm I'm excited to ride again, Me as too. I said last week. Yeah. And I'm also excited to try Energy Bites. So we saw the announcement today. This is brand new. This isn't even in our notes because it's so freshly new that Disney announced they're going to open a new eatery in Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom connected to Tron or like themed in the Tron area called Energy Bites. Digital dumplings. I don't know what it is. I like the sound of it. Anything that's dumplings. I love dumplings. We love dumplings. I've got a suggestion what they can add. Digital cinnamon bread. It makes no sense. No sense. But it makes every sense. So much sense. One other last Disney news. Did you see Lighthouse Point? The Ooh. new Disney Cruise destination yeah. is going to be opening. Right now, Disney Cruise Line has a private island in the Bahamas called Castaway Key. And we have been there on the two Disney cruises we've done. And it's lovely. It's very relaxing. It's very pretty. There's some fun things to do. It's really chill. It's not like a big, crazy island like some of the other cruise lines have with like big theme parks and water slides. There is a water slide, but it's like it's more chill laid back it'll be nice to have another destination yes so I, another plate spot on the itinerary for disney cruise line because it's kind of been the same for a lot of the different ships for a long time and i guess they need that when they've got more ships coming only one is at yeah. castaway each yeah. day it would be too crowded if they had more than one ship it's opening summer 2024 it's a unique celebration 
celebration of Bahamian culture brought to life with the magic of Disney. It's a brand new tropical retreat nestled on the southernmost tip of the island Eleuthera. That's a very pretty name. Where the deep blue Atlantic Ocean meets the turquoise waters. And yeah, the concept art looks really pretty. I'm sold. I'm sold. We're there. Sign us up. <laughs> Let's go. We love Disney cruises. So we took two. Last year, we did the dream. We did the wish. And it was a dream come true and a wish come true. We are looking forward to our next one. Mm because it's sure to be a treasure. We're not going on the treasure. That <laughs> not ship's not treasure, even finished. Yeah. Eventually we are yeah. going on the treasure. One day we'll. Yeah. I'd like to go on all the Disney cruise ships. I feel like Disney Cruise could be a topic for us coming up. Because yeah. Yeah. there's a lot. We like, could talk a lot about Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, we haven't yet in the podcast. Mm, maybe. We have a lot of thoughts. We do. <gasps> maybe we have an episode coming up where like a chunk of it is dedicated to like our tips, our thoughts, our details yeah. in depth. I'd like to talk about burritos. I'd like to talk about hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. Let's put a little pin. Ding. Not, not only are we doing a podcast right now, we're, we're planning. planning our next podcast live. <laughs> okay. I think that pretty much sums up Disney this week. So that's a Disney. That's a wrap on Disney updates. That's a lot already. Is there any news across the pond in the good old UK? It looks like a new Jumanji land is opening soon. And it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. The end of May. It has. I'm going to say a strange roller coaster because it has a B and M wing shuttle coaster. And if you don't know, B and M is Bolagher and Mabillard. They make some of the most popular roller coasters in the whole world. Mako, the Holt, Nemesis, Oblivion. They make a lot of iconic, really smooth, really nice feeling roller coasters. Alpengeist. I love Alpengeist. That's at Busch Gardens, Williamsburg. I'm going to keep naming some, and you just keep. Okay, <laughs> and I'll just add in like. Uh, back Batman, the rides, the classics. I haven't been on that one. How dare you? <laughs> Kumba. Kumba's a great one too. Yeah, great. At Bush Gardens, Tampa. Montu. Bush Gardens, Tampa also. I could keep going all day. I feel <laughs> like... Quiz me, quiz me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's exciting. And uh, we talked last time about the Curse of Alton Manor at Alton Towers. And they have now today released some new concept or I guess, is it concept art or is it like actual pictures actual from pictures. inside? They just look so saturated that it's like, you can't tell a lot, but it does look like a dollhouse attic scary like she is plotting she is plotting up there there's a lot of Alton Towers easter eggs in those pictures so mm. I'm gonna you know have a field day making that episode <laughs> make notes I can't wait until we go ride it it opens this Saturday wow well, yeah, I don't think we're going to be in England this Saturday, but we will be there at some point in the next few months. Yeah, and we'll definitely try and get out to World of Jumanji at Chessington. Over at Blackpool Pleasure Beach, are they going to reopen Valhalla? Valhalla ever. I mean... Is I... that ever going to... I have been to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, what, three times? Just don't ask them on Twitter. And never, never, not once has Valhalla been open and everyone's like, you have to ride Valhalla. It's like a water, like an indoor water ride, I guess, a boat ride. I've never ridden it. It's coming this year. That I don't know when exactly. I hope it's when we're there. Yeah, I hope it's when we're there. But probably it'll open right after we leave. Yeah, one day after. <laughs> one day after we leave. <laughs> Some cool stuff coming up very soon in the UK. But yeah, here stateside, there's a lot to look forward to this year. Like we talked about Big Bear Mountain, Dark Coaster at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. We want to branch out also into some new parks this year, just like we did last year. So we'll keep that a secret till it happens. What do you have coming up this week? Anything exciting? Now that the tire's fixed, I'm going to head out and do some local vlogs at the theme parks and stuff here and there's some cool updates I've seen that I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm going to put out a video this week. Yay! 
it is going to be an expedition or i'm not gonna say that <laughs> we'll we'll have to wait to see what it is yeah. but you do have another video coming out soon we're excited for your expeditions are great i think that is pretty much all of the big major news that we're interested in so let's go to the next <laughs> section let's go so we have got our tickets for the super mario movie that is coming out soon i'm excited for it i i mean we've talked about this already that how we both grew up playing mario we love mario we've been to super nintendo world so we had to go and see the movie i'm excited for it the visuals look really cool and the story looks really fun the movie comes out april 5th we already went ahead and bought tickets because the movie theaters here in orlando i gotta say they're really nice we have some nice movie theaters here and it's made me fall in love with going to the movies again and you like get your seat in advance which is my favorite part because there's no fighting for a seat do you remember the days when you just had to arrive as early as possible and try and get a seat otherwise you're on the front row yeah hope you'd get a seat i can't sit close to the screen i hate it i think we have a few questions for this week and i picked one that i thought was pretty funny for the first one as always head over to twitter and use hashtag expedition enthused to ask your questions or email us at expedition enthused at gmail.com if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the podcast we'll pick a few we can't obviously answer them all but we'll pick a few to answer at the end of the episode this one's from jeremy and it says Jackie and Sam, what is the one ride you have been on that was so terrifying you honestly thought you were going to die on it? And the reason I picked this is because you know what ride it was for me, right? I'm going to guess Copperhead Strike. Copperhead Strike at Carowinds is a coaster that I will say is a wonderful roller coaster. It's really good at what it does. And what it does is make you feel like you were going to fall out of the coaster. Yeah, you were gripping on hard that one. So it's a Mack Rides roller coaster that opened in 2019 at Carowinds. Mack Ride being the company who are going to be building the new Exodus roller coaster at Fort Park and Icon, which you have also been on at yeah. Blackpool Pleasure Beach. And I like I like Icon. It's and this really one though, <laughs> this one, I don't know what, I, I didn't really feel this. You didn't? No, I have bigger legs though. Oh, so yeah, I felt like, the, so there's only a lap bar and it didn't feel like, like I pulled it as tight as it would go, but didn't feel like, I don't know, I guess it feels that way on purpose because this is a pleasurable sensation for coaster enthusiasts. Hang time, it's called. I like hang time to a certain extent, but it really, and I know, I know I wasn't going to, and I know it's not, it's not a thing, but it felt like just whoop. Like I was just going to whoop right out and just fall. And it also goes so slow. That day, I think it was running extremely slow. Excruciatingly we, we were slow. like just making it over, it felt like. It felt like we were just making it over. So it's a double launch coaster, but there are these rolls that you go through. You go through these rolls so excruciatingly slowly. And you just, it's like, I can't wait to ride it again. I felt like, I really felt like I was going to just whoop. <laughs> you didn't though. I did not and it's you know I don't think that you can but it felt that way now is there anywhere that you felt like like you were really like oh my poop it's hard for me because I like to go on everything you don't uh, get scared easily and you like that thrill yeah there are a few rides Falcon's Fury at Bush Gardens because when that seat moves back and you slip a little Ooh. in your seat I love it Gives but that one makes my heart like go a little <laughs> and Another drop tower, Apocalypse. It's closed now. It closed the end oh. of last season. Ooh. But the stand-up tower on Apocalypse. And there is not many rides where you feel like you're being held up 
by your groin oh. and dropped on it. Oh my God. So that one was a little scary because you're literally just dangling there on a bike seat, essentially. And then the other one, which is the same kind of thing, but King's Dominion. And that is Tumbilly. And it, it's not so much scary. It's just, again, when it flings you back that first time, you feel like you're going to slip. Yeah, I chose not to ride that one because I looked at it and I knew and I felt like this ride is either going to make me sick or it's going to make me sick. I just knew I wasn't going to feel good riding it, but you rode it. Yeah, I kind of liked it. And even you said, Ooh. Yeah, it was a little like it made my heart miss a beat <laughs> when it swung me back the first time, Oof. but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay, so I thought that was a fun one to talk about because obviously roller coasters and thrill rides are meant to be thrilling. They're meant to bring you to the edge of thrilling, to to make you scared and thrilled. And they do. But there are some that are just everybody's threshold, I guess, for what they can take is different. And there are some, everybody has a point where it's like, you're just like, oh, no. So yeah, I think that's a fun one. And if you want to let us know yours, you can do so by the means we've discussed. Yeah, not not which rides you Not like scared of or hate, but which ride you really are fearing for your life on. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to know. So we have another one from Falcor here. Ooh, never ending story reference like that. And it's it's more to you, but I'll touch on it too. And it says, in your honest opinion, how do rides, especially dark rides, honestly compare to the parks in the US? And he's obviously talking about UK parks versus US parks. We're not really known for having great dark rides. That was the one thing I said. When we went to the UK and all the theme parks we've been to there is like, where are the dark rides? There aren't a ton. And the thing with our major theme park dark rides is the majority of them have gotten worse over time. Haunted House got worse as Jewel. Then you have Tomb Blaster at Chessington, which is not as good as it previously was. Four Park did used to have a proper Haunted House dark ride called Wicked Witch's Haunt. But it, it burnt down in a fire, sadly, Aww. and they don't really... And then instead of that, they went with a ghost train. That. And then they also have that um, new walkthrough that we did. Oh, Black Mirror. Yeah, Black Mirror, which is not a ride. It is a walkthrough, and it is... It's weird. It's yeah. It's kind of cool, but it's a but one it's, and done kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's like once you do it, all right. I would do it again, but like, yeah. The best themed one in the whole U.S. <gasps> it is themed to turkeys. <laughs> Holiday world. Okay. I mean, I, I'm exaggerating. It's not. It's, I'm a, it's a fun, silly one, but it is not. I mean, we need better dark rides yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Let's put that out there. Yeah. The UK and the US are going to have more and better dark rides in the coming years. Ooh. Hopefully, starting this Saturday. The answer to the question is we need more dark rides everywhere. And by we, both, all UK and US. Yes. But yeah, UK. You know where it does have some amazing dark rides? <gasps> Let me guess, Efteling. Efteling. Efteling has the best dark ride. So, uh, you know. <laughs> Soon I will know. We haven't got any Star Trek references in this episode, and I'm very, very disappointed. We did talk about cinnamon bread, though. Quite mm, a lot. So fine. We're redeemed. Oh, that apple bar. <laughs> but I think that wraps up the discussion today. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's time that we beam up to the outro. <laughs> beam, beam me up and beam me out. Not your best. You know what? This has been really fun as always. So this is our third episode. I love doing these. They just energize me so much. Oh, I like it. I like it. 
make it so. Again, this is a lot of fun to make for us. These are the things we love to talk about. And we really appreciate you all being part of this with us. Your feedback on Twitter and Instagram and the emails, all the love. And again, we want to keep giving it back to you because this is this is a really, really nice thing for us. We've received so many lovely emails yeah. every day. And we haven't had time to reply to all of them. But just know that we've read all of them. And we appreciate everybody who has contacted us, questions shared the podcast listen to us come up to us in person and said hello and yeah we actually met a bunch of people at dollywood who said they love the podcast and we're just blown away like we're so honored and grateful and we're very happy about it and very grateful to be able to do it i think that is gonna be a wrap on episode three three free. episode free because it's free to listen. But hey, listen, <laughs> if you want to help us out, feel free to leave a rating and review on whatever you listen to this, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, because that helps those platforms to know to share it out. And it really it's, it really helps us out. And we really appreciate it. We've read all the ones that have come in so far and they've been, we just sit together and smile and our hearts are full of happiness and gratitude. I'm smiling right now. Me too. We're literally smiling at each other right now. Now, my cheeks hurt. You're always smiling. Almost always, except... Except when, when I, you're on a mountain road yeah. going 10 miles per hour <laughs> where... Uh, whoop, Even the then we were laughing, yeah, but was, I was also terrified. It was a experience mm. and part of the experience of going yeah. on a road trip. I can't wait for our next road trip. And if there's a mountain to get through to get there, we'll go through it. <laughs> we'll go up it, around it. So, Prefer preferably around it. Yeah, preferably around it. Yeah, we love it. So we've got more stuff coming up right now. Our schedule for this podcast is every Wednesday. So you can look forward to a new episode coming out every hump day, as they call it. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay enthused. And we will see you next time.